Hi, I'm Steve Mabb, Chair of the Australian Shareholders Association, and we're proud to be hosting the 2024 Investor Conference in Melbourne from the 19th to the 21st of May. And we're stoked that Phil, the host of this podcast, is going to be our special guest MC. If you haven't heard much about the ASA Conference, it's a flagship event that attracts around 300 investors and industry professionals, including the Chair of National Australia Bank this year, the Chair of AGL. We have Dr. Sam Hupert, the founder and CEO of Primedicus, and we've also got Richard White, the founder and CEO of WiseTech coming along, along with many others. For a limited time, new members can enjoy special pricing on registration for the upcoming conference, along with a complimentary 12-month digital membership with the ASA. That's two-day conference registration plus one-year ASA membership for $499, a saving of $150. Simply search for Australian Shareholders Conference Register, click on two-day conference non-member, enter the discount code MEM, as in member, 499, the number's 499, so that's MEM 499 to claim your special offer. Come along and meet me and Phil at the conference. We look forward to seeing you there. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shares for Beginners. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Phil Muscatello and FinPods are authorized reps of Money Sherpa. The information in this podcast is general in nature and doesn't take into account your personal situation. Shares for beginners. Weekend watch list. G'day and welcome back to Shares for Beginners Weekend Watchlist, where we take a close look at an individual company that you may wish to consider for your watchlist. It's not a recommendation to buy, but a way for you to learn how Stockopedia screens for value. Joining me today is Elio D'Amato and we're talking Nanasonics ASX code NAN. Hello, Elio. Yeah, g'day, Phil. Uh, thanks for having me on. And yeah, I thought I'd discuss a company that has caught the interest of many a small cap investor over time and likewise it's disappointed. So that's <laughs> yeah, uh, Nanasonics in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it uh, mentioned a few times on um, uh, Twitter threads over the years or X or whatever it's called now. So who are Nanasonics? Yeah, for those that don't know, Nanasonics is a company focused on uh, manufacturing sterilization medical equipment. More specifically, that's uh, sterilization equipment for ultrasound machines. Their flagship Trophon 2 product is a market leader there, and it has been actually for some time. Now, Trophon sterilizes ultrasound probes without chemicals. It's about as big as a small microwave, and uh, on top of selling the actual units, it actually makes money selling the consumable parts of the device, which contains a, um, let's say, a hydrogen peroxide solution, uh, which uh, the team has also developed. In the latest annual report, the company said that it has some 32,000 units installed globally, uh, the majority of those being in North America, making up about 87%. So, the latest result from the company was a um, very strong one, particularly in light of the developments in uh, in recent years. So how did the company report this financial year? Yeah, well, the company grew global revenue by some 38%. The important North America division, they saw a 41% jump. Now, this is very important for a reason that I'll discuss in a moment, but 
Reasons attributed to this result included increased total units installed, increased consumables associated with that new installed base, there's increase in uh, service revenue, and also favourable pricing, plus foreign exchange gave them a leg up as well. So all around a strong result. Whilst, you know, expenses did rise, uh, they managed to achieve a very, you know, quite a rare event during this last reporting season, and that was actually improved margins. So again, there's another reason for this. I'll explain that in a moment. But look, the improvement in margins translated to an almighty profit lift. (laughs) Over the past 12 months, the company achieved a profit growth of some earnings per share growth, I should say, sorry, about uh, over 400%. So cash improved significantly or cash on hand. The company has very low levels of debt. The company is smashing it out of the park in terms of the numbers, and it did so at its latest annual result. Uh, the market's response, though, had been somewhat you know, mooted after that. And to understand why, we really have to have a bit of a history lesson into the company. Okay, so let's have a listen to the backstory about Nanasonics. And as we mentioned, it's been one of those companies that's been on the radar of many a small cap investor, and it's been quite volatile for a while. Tell us about that story. As with any medtech business, Phil, there's always a backstory, and Nanasonics got a ripper. I remember covering Nanasonics and investing in them as well many, many years ago. Its sterilization technology was a real game changer for ultrasound users, though while revenue has consistently grown, Profit, on the other hand, has been quite lumpy. Now, there's been quite a few sceptics of Nanasonics in recent times. Look, the stock has fallen from a peak of $8.25 in Jan 2021 to below $3 in June 2022. So scepticism hit fever pitch when Nanasonics decided to bring its North American sales model in-house rather than rely on its longstanding GE healthcare distribution partner. Now, Obviously, this was going to be a big deal as the risk of killing the goose that lays the golden egg was a big risk for investors. Uh, This negative view was somewhat vindicated at the time of its 2022 result where we saw a big fall in profitability as the cost of establishing a new sales team and a new sales process far outweighed revenue growth. Now, CEO Mark Kavanagh stood up to an angry mob of investors claiming that his was a long-term story. Um, and this was short-term pain for long-term gain. Now, since that 2022 result, the market has eased off the pressure. Further vindication of Mark has come following the release of these numbers. Uh, Record revenue, controlled costs, record profitability, all point to a business now in control of its own destiny, um, as opposed to one being uh, linked to that of GE. They've improved their operating leverage significantly, uh, with more money reaching the bottom line now for every sale. But uh, Despite this strong result, (laughs) the price still hasn't risen so much. Now, why so? That is because the other part of this backstory is the impending release of its Chorus product, a sterilization machine for flexible endoscopes. So tell us a bit more about Chorus because it was mentioned in the, um, the latest AGM. It was a major feature of that. Yeah, that's right. So Nanasonics is a one-product business in Trophon, uh, cleaning ultrasound devices, but there are obviously other possible beneficial uses for sterilization technology. And it has always been the company's intention to release more products. And Chorus was the product flag for next release from the company. And that was introduced to the market as a concept back in 2019 at the AGM. Now, the potential for this product is huge. Uh, with over 60 million procedures using an endoscope each year globally, over half of which are completed in the US. And also there's an increasingly 
a larger amount of surgical procedures that are transitioning to less invasive endoscopy uh, techniques. So reusable flexible endoscopes are what they are, just uh, as a bit of background, uh, they're highly sophisticated medical devices designed to enable advanced diagnostic and interventions to diagnose and treat things like cancer and other life-threatening conditions. So the company often quotes, when it comes to healthcare-associated outbreaks, uh, more often than not, they're linked to contaminated endoscopes more than any other medical device uh, prior to COVID, of course. Now, despite the potential Um, At the time of its full year report this year, the company flagged that the following discussion, the following discussions with the FDA, sorry, they uh, provided notice that they basically wanted to see certain testing conducted in the US. Now, previously, this testing had been flagged to be done at the headquarters in Sydney, um, down here in Australia. Now, this will necessitate the setup of a clinical simulation laboratory in the US, basically just like they got in Australia. This will mean, though, a blowout in timeframes and costs and added to the negative sentiment. Uh, This was definitely not what the true believers in the stock who have been waiting for Chorus would have hoped. Unfortunately, the company has a bit of a bad reputation flagging, you know, releases and extending timelines. Now, while many may point to external factors being the major contributor, the market has got a sense of the boy who cried wolf, irrespective of how good the results are. R&D is a major cost for any med tech company. How does it affect the Nanasonic bottom line? Yeah, it's a great point, Phil, because look, the company has been investing heavily in R&D, as you'd expect. Now, last year, they saw an increase of some 32% on the prior year, taking R&D spending to all-time records. Now, investors would have hoped that there would have been some easing given the lofty valuations the stock sits on, but instead, it looks like that they will have to ramp up now even higher given the delay in uh, Chorus. So the company has even highlighted that uh, the Trophon business without the Chorus R&D basically would actually be more than twice as profitable than what it currently is, which I suppose is a bit of a twisting the knife further for those long-term supporters. But it is a necessary evil. Um, even when Chorus is released, they're going to have to keep spending on R&D. And that's just, fact, just a fact of life when it comes to investing in these styles of businesses. 
Uh, yes, they did. Um, in terms of time frame, the company uh, confirmed that its regulatory submission to the FDA is due to be completed in Q3 FY24. So that's basically before March next year. So the company has already established and now commissioned a clinical simulation map on the west, west coast of the US, and it has Chorus up and running, and that human factor studies are now underway. So Look, the geographical significance of the US means that the company will do well to use this opportunity to prepare the market for what is coming. And it is showcasing, you know, how much more effective Chorus is at cleaning endoscopes compared to current manual processes. And it's a great story to tell, to be honest, Phil. I mean, uh, they're showing how far more effective uh, biofilm is removed from endoscopes relative to the quick buildup that often takes place using the current manual process despite regular cleaning. So in case you're wondering, uh, biofilm actually, well, basically allows organisms to grow, including bacteria. So it's obvious why you want to get rid of as much of the stuff as you can. Um, It's important that they're cleaned properly. Therefore, Chorus is more effective, it's cheaper, and it's faster than traditional methods. So where do I sign, right? Uh, The further good news uh, for those disappointed by the outcome of any delay is that Chorus has de novo classification from the FDA. Now, that means that there is no similar solution in the medical field, and therefore, it will get priority focus when the submission is uh, officially made. It's always important for investors to think about these kind of companies like biotechs and medtechs that, as we've pointed out, there is so much money that needs to be spent on R&D and then also satisfying regulatory requirements, isn't there? So many investors get caught up in the story of a particular company Mm. because it sounds great, but then the timeline can be quite extended, can't it? Yeah, patience is a virtue when it comes to investing in these businesses. And the other Good little point I like to remember is very rarely is your first investment in these styles of companies your last, in the sense that you often need to uh, uh, either invest a whole lot of your emotional time or even extra money as they require capital to continue down that R&D path. But that's where Nanasonics is quite uh, you know quite unique because they've already got Trophon out on the field and that actually gives them a huge leg up when it comes to funding their own R&D. And we can talk about that now. Okay, so how does the stock rank look for uh, Nanasonics? Well, operationally, the company looks quite good. The standout in regards to our stock rank score is the uh, quality score. Look, the company's profitable, it's generating strong cash, and it has very low debt. I mean, that's just the magic formula, right? So the company has full marks under the Piotrowski F score as well. Um, So there's really little to add. Um, The company deserves its 99 quality ranking. It's definitely up there in the upper echelon in regards to its metrics and what it was able to deliver in the latest uh, annual result. But the failing for Nanasonics is that currently it trades on lofty valuations relative to the broader market. Now, this is a common affliction for many profitable healthcare equipment businesses or even other medtech. So you consider ProMedicus, Cochlea, for example, all those trade on lofty valuations. Investors may have hoped for an easing in R&D expenditure. The fact of the matter is that the company's trading on a on a PE of above 70. It has an EV to EBITDA of 45. So even though the price has fallen some 30% um, since it's 52-week high, it means that you're still paying a lot for potential um, given that R&D expenditure and the fact that Chorus is still not yet here. So This is something you need to do in regards to often investing in these businesses. You've got to pay up to play, particularly in the profitable ones, because they aren't as common as you might think. Therefore, that valuation is where it's really challenged and notwithstanding the pullback, investors still need to keep an eye on that. 
However, momentum has actually held its own. Now, sure, it hasn't shot the lights out, and it's still way down from its 2021 highs, but the price is somewhat stabilised, um, and analysts have stopped downgrading their EPS expectations for now. So analysts overall are generally split on the business because those that see the possible opportunities um, are batting their heads against those that feel it's expensive, which it is. So, And then there's others that question, you know, the company's ability to execute given so many false starts. So it's a hold for now in the analyst fraternity. There's actually an equal amount of believers and detractors, <laughs> um, those that think it's a sell versus those that think that uh, it's a buy. So it's definitely split down the line in regards to investor sentiment and thoughts as to whether Nanasonic's can execute on this big opportunity that they've got ahead of them. Yeah, I was quite quite surprised actually when you look at the actual numbers of these devices in um, that are available in hospitals in the US. It's actually quite a small number, isn't it? So, I guess yeah, that's part of the story, isn't it? Yeah, it's part of the story. Is there there, there would be so much more blue sky involved? It, for this it is company. one of the things the company says. There's still opportunity for um, selling more of the Trophon devices as well. So that's definitely not a story that's ended. And the other thing to also note is that once you install a unit, that's only part of the trick because then it it continues as a conveyor belt because you continue to sell the consumables and all those extra bits that need to go into the actual machine. So it's uh, just like buying a printer, Phil, where you buy the printer for cheap, but then the ink costs you the bomb. Not necessarily suggesting that that's a similar model here, but obviously paying for consumables after the initial sale Um, is a very profitable means of growing your business over the long term. And Nanasonics has proven just with Trophon that they've done it successfully. If they could replicate that with Chorus, then, yeah, definitely there's some huge potential ahead. So any closing thoughts before we sign off? Yeah, look, I suppose, you know, now that much of the steam has come out of the price, I think it's basically, yeah, and also it started its tentative steps towards a recovery. The price has rebounded a little bit in the last few weeks. So now could be an opportunity actually to look at Nanasonics for those that have stepped aside and watched it slide until now. There's no sugar coating it though. You know, there have been disappointments, particularly in regards to the constant R&D blowouts, but Look, the bottom line is much of its future direction will be captured in the re- in the release of Chorus. So irrespective of what Trophon does or the new sales team, the new product is really where it's all at. And that is now much closer to being released than what it was, say, obviously now three years ago. So I wouldn't necessarily say Nanasonics is a bargain, but for those looking for a story stock with huge greenfields potential um, that actually generates its own cash to pay its expenses and its high quality then Nanasonics is someone to consider. Well, you'd think that there'd be so many other devices that could um, use this kind of technology, but I, I suppose it's very difficult for each new device because of all of the R&D and the um, regulation that they need to go through. Like I was thinking about colonoscopies. I mean, are they going to do colonoscopies? Yes, they are. Effectively, basically, anything that requires a um, flexible endoscope, they'll basically be able to um, clean those devices. And it's far more effective where current manual processes, sometimes there's little bits of the biofilm that are caught in the little crevices and the like, whereas this, uh, I suppose, hands-off version of um, sterilization actually is far more effective at removing the biofilm from all aspects of the actual device itself. So it is a real game changer. You mentioned why isn't the technology elsewhere. Obviously, these things are heavily covered by their own patents. So 
once it's developed, someone basically effectively has to do it themselves. And R&D expenditure isn't cheap, particularly if you're paying for scientists to go about um, doing this sort of stuff. So there's a lot of protection that comes about developing your own drug technology. The de novo classification from the FDA also suggests that there's uh, no one else that's doing it. So that's also great. And look, their hydrogen peroxide solution, which is really the, the key essence to this, is you know something that they guard quite closely. The consumables obviously relate to the actual specific devices themselves. So they've got a pretty strong moat for the moment and they've got other things that they hope to then get onto post-chorus release, which hopefully gets them further penetration into those North American hospitals and even more globally as well. Okay, Elio, that's a fantastic look at Nanasonics, a great-looking company. Uh, Thank you very much for joining me this morning. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for listening to Shares for Beginners. You can find more at sharesforbeginners.com. If you enjoy listening, please take a moment to rate or review in your podcast player or tell a friend who might want to learn more about investing for their future. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.